Bad bunny. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. Could be worse things to look like, I guess. Dan Colosimo, welcome to the channel, bro. Thank you. Thank welcome you. to the show. I'm Let's excited, fucking go. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to be uh, getting an opportunity to finally do this face-to-face. -face. We uh, we met a couple years ago. We've been interfacing for some time, and I'm happy that, we, uh, that we're finally getting to do this on the pod. Yeah, it was definitely overdue for sure. It was overdue. You can just get a little closer to the mic. You got to hold it about a, like a fist from your face. Yeah, it's annoying. You're going to have to hold it, but here, just like that. Yeah, you're good. You hear yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's better. Beautiful. So, no, he was an awesome teacher. Um, he he, so he taught us in grade 10, 11, uh, grade 9, 10, 11. And he would, like, the reason he would get in trouble at this Catholic boys' school is because he would also, like, preach, um, he would preach, like, a build-a-god type of worldview. He'd be like, listen, there maybe, there maybe isn't, like, maybe there isn't one, ex you right. know, one one deity that you have to that you have to worship within the context of a religion he was saying that there might just be like a like one force in the universe that is out there and um you can get closer to that through like Jesus's teachings because mm -hmm. he was an enlightened guy but you can also get closer to you know enlightenment by listening to the shit that the buddha said yeah. and, or whatever or is you know is 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 recorded as having said whether he said it or not, who fucking knows? But yeah, that that got him in trouble with some of the Jesuits. But he was cool. He was a really cool guy. I feel like there's always uh, at least one or two teachers in high school that like are just so different than your other teachers, and you feel like you connect to them so much better, and you just sort of resonate with them, and it makes the class so much more interesting. They're the realest guys. Yeah, yeah. those are the ones that you like. Those are the ones that you uh, that you grow to really remember. You For know. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, no, I remember. I remember at one point, oh, fuck. He, there was a kid who um, we had to like share a story on. Uh, I don't know. I think we had to just like sort of pull a switcheroo in a story. I think it was like an exercise. It was a writing exercise, and then we had to read it to the class. And this one kid was talking about how he was really scared before embarking on this thing, and he had a guy on his back, and he was he was really concerned. He wasn't sure if it was safe or you know if he was gonna reap the reap the consequences of it and you know uh, he was really concerned but once he got off to the races he was screaming with pleasure and he was like i'll always remember the first time i went skydiving or something like that <laughs> and the teacher you know and the teacher uh, you know fucking mr ketterling was like that was that was beautiful he'd be like thought you were talking about something a little different there maybe a homosexual <laughs> experience that was very that was that was beautiful that was flawlessly executed but like like you know just just the the real the realness just to say i thought i thought you were talking about a homosexual experience yeah. and not you know not like not addressing it yeah, yeah you know just being very straightforward he would he would sometimes reduce your grade uh or claim to take grades off um, because you said a certain thing in class, but then he'd like arbitrarily add it back. Like mm -hmm. if you came into school with like a cool, like shirt tie combination, okay. cause we had a dress code. It yeah. wasn't like a, so we all had business suits. It wasn't, um, like a uniform. It was a, you would come in a suit. So he'd go 
plus one for you shirt tie combo looks good <laughs> or that's you know another he I don't know if he docks you points. Actually, I think he would just add bonus points, and you'd have to mark it down and say what it was. Like yeah. he'd ask you a question, like you know, I don't know. We'd be reading like uh, 1984. They were talking about Victory Gin, which was like this garbage, like gas. Um, it was like this kerosene, like fucking gin that I think was for the masses in the book. And he was saying, "Bad gin is terrible for you. It gives you a terrible hangover. Have good gin, with cucumber, lime. What do you mix it with?" Tonic, sir. Plus one for you. You know, like dumb shit like that. Remember, one of the most proud moments I ever had in high school was I answered a random question that I don't think he thought anyone would know the answer to. I just said Wales. Like he was asking something about Stonehenge or fucking, I don't know, about miners in, in the UK. I said Wales. I don't remember what the question was, but he was like, how'd you know that? I go, I don't know. I think I read it somewhere. Plus one for you. But like wow. he, was, he was impressed. I was like, wow, it's awesome. He would give us nicknames. Mine was Ponzi at one point. <laughs> We had to use code names. We had to. We had to. He would post our grades online. Okay. And you had to, dude. This guy was awesome. He had his own private website, and he would say, "I want you all to submit your code names right now. Okay. I will grade you on your code name. It's worth five percent of your grade, dude. You know. And yeah. So he would talk about how he's like an Irish twin with his brother. They're born in the same year, the same calendar year. So one year I made mine Irish twin, and I fucking knocked it out of the park. <laughs> you know. And I was so happy. And, it, and, you, and he would post everyone's grades and you would get in trouble. He would give you 305 till 5, which is like like a like a private detention. It was outside of the confines of what a regular detention is with the school. He wouldn't give right. you like a regular detention. He'd say, no, 305 till 5. You come to sit in the you come to sit in the classroom from 305 till 5. And he would let you out whenever he decided to. So it wouldn't often be till 5. It would just be like 15 minutes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Sometimes he'd be sometimes he'd be an hour. Sometimes he would actually like want to fuck around with you guys. Like he you'd have like four guys there. And he would just talk with them and like debate stuff. So it was it was actually good. You weren't really in detention. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, <laughs> so if if you would call guys by your pseudonym in the class, by your code name, he would give you three hundred five till five. My brother, I think, got one of the highest grades ever, uh, because he picked this. He, I think his code name was Sue, S U E Donem <laughs> Sue Donem. As genius. He was but cool. Yeah, he was a cool guy. It probably made you want to go to this guy's class. Like, you were so excited. All the right? time. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about him now. I actually want to pop in and visit. Sometimes you'd have guys that would pop in and visit yeah. and say, you would always you would always have to ask permission to enter the class, you oh, know? Of course, yeah. And he would he would nod, you know? So you'd have, like, guys who had graduated for years, like adults now, you know, you know coming to the door, mm -hmm. two o'clock on a, you know, on a Tuesday, whatever, if they're, like, on break at university and they would just go permission to enter. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was great. He was he was the best. I he still like is. If I was a teacher, I would I would at least aim to be somewhat like that because I've, there's so many teachers that are just there to not grab the check, but you know they're they're there to be in and be out and just sort of not really have that lasting effect on kids. But like the, probably the reward is so much bigger if you're that teacher. You know what I mean? Bonding with the kids. You have to want to do it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I mean, you, some people just don't have the personality for it, and that's fine. Like they're they serve. You know, they they teach differently. Like I've had more subtle teachers that I liked. I mm -hmm. just. Yeah, it just it feels like those few wild cards are the ones that everyone remembers for sure. You know, so so um, let me turn up your mic a little bit here. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. So you were telling me, fuck. So so we're uh, we're in Etobicoke, Ontario, right now, in the heart of Toronto, and I've not been here for like ten years since since I've been in you know since driving. I've not I've not come to the city, so I'm kind of like gathering intel and figuring out what's what. You know, um. And and by the way, you guys have weird highways. 
Like, um, yeah, it, or what's not the greatest. What's well, what's not the roads themselves, but what what I find specifically weird is like once you get into the GTA, they start pumping out weird messaging on like on uh, on signs, like you know about like safety, but it's really weird stuff they choose to focus on. They're like pump your tires. Yeah, yeah. Don't, the the don't, standard don't, wear your seatbelt ones are acceptable. Don't but. drive. Don't drive high. Yeah, <laughs> but then they try to translate it into French for some reason. Even though no one speaks French in Ontario, mm-hmm. basically. I mean, I, actually, I think it is might technically be one of the official languages of Ontario. I'm not sure because there's like a bunch of people out out east that I think speak it. I don't know if that's why they have to include French, but they, but the translations fucking suck. <laughs> like they're like, don't drive high, and in French they say, ne conduisez pas gelé. Don't drive gelé, frozen. I've never heard of that in my life. So the translation just doesn't work. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not a francophone, but. I don't think that's... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It, was, it was weird. But anyway, I'm, I'm gathering intel on Toronto and just gauging what the vibe of the city's like. Yeah. And you were telling me that yesterday... Um, so so any, anyway, so anything interesting you that you tell me about the city, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, you know, file and say, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Noted. You were telling me that someone got abducted. At, um, there was an attempted abduction next to your house in a mall. Yeah, so the for some reason I'm not sure why this wasn't on the news, but I remember it wasn't I, on the news. It wasn't. So after I heard this from a family friend, I go on Twitter and just search the mall name. Twitter's where you get your news now, bro. I know it's like the morning paper in the morning, man. Yeah, yeah. I've literally, I've literally gone to Twitter in the last couple of weeks. It's happened a couple times where I was like, "What am I doing?" I'm, I'm tuned into my own brain for a second. I was like, "What am I doing?" I'm going to Twitter to search for news. I know about something that happened. I, I, I looked up the stock market. I looked up Credit Suisse on Twitter. Not even Google, just Twitter search. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. To find like to find Reuters articles mm-hmm. or Washington Post or whatever the fuck, or you know, <laughs> you know, Wall Street bets, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Whatever comes up, whatever comes up, right? I'm not searching for like I'm not searching for uh, you know longstanding. Uh, uh, you know, institutions, uh, you know, of journalism, right? No, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking up whatever I'm seeing, yeah. whatever it feeds me. But, but yeah, it could be, could be a good newspaper source, could be Wall Street bets, could be a redditor, right? right? Could right. be like, a, yeah, yeah, whatever. Some guy, some guy who's big on 4chan who has like a big following on, yeah, exactly. I have, I have no fucking clue. I'm just looking up stuff on Twitter. But that's Twitter, man. You gotta, you gotta know what to expect when you, you're hitting that, that search tab. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, well, sometimes you forget. You just search, search for stuff, and whatever you see, you just think, "Okay, that's it." Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. So what I was what I was saying was, after I went on Twitter, because once I heard this story, I thought there's no way possible, especially because I hadn't seen anything on the news. But then you go on Twitter, and it's people talking about it, saying, "How come anybody hasn't addressed this incident that happened at the mall?" And what ended up what ended up happening was. The, the well, the rumor is that this kid was like, um, unfortunately, the victim of a potential abduction that happened. And you know, I guess these guys are pros because it happened so quick that they immediately change the clothes, um, try to shave their heads so that nobody can recognize this kid. You were telling me that that's fucking nuts, man. You were telling me that they found her. What, what exactly happened? You were just telling me a second ago, but I was setting up the pod and and yeah. also in, you know to just to you know discuss it now into the mic for for people listening but also just maybe i'm a little unclear on it you said that she was in the mall going to the bathroom Mm -hmm. yeah the the gender neutral one so i think what might have been happening is because there's both males and females in there some Mm. guys could potentially just be chilling well how do you know how do you know it was a male that's true 
How do you know? The, the the story hasn't been completely covered right now, so everything's kind of just up in the air. But how do you know that it was a male? It could have been. Don't. It could have been. Listen, Ghislaine Maxwell was a was a pro. I don't think she was getting her hands dirty herself, but she was the, she was one of the biggest sex traffickers of all time. Conversely, yep. how do you know that Jeffrey Epstein at any point in time that he was molesting women, or girls, wasn't himself a woman? We don't know. We don't. We don't know. We'll, we'll probably never know either. We'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of my favorite. One of my favorite TikToks. Ever. Oh, dude, you know the one? Yes, of course. <laughs> and it's like, so I I try to limit my TikTok usage now because it's just I'll find myself like two or three hours just evaporate on that I, app, man. Yeah, I ha- I'm thankful to say I haven't lost hours on TikTok in a considerable amount of time because I've gotten ahead of the curve. Yeah, and I I'll lose time on YouTube. I've oh, talked about this understandable. before. My, yeah. my Insta and YouTube algos know me better than I know myself. Same. Scary. Yeah. Very scary. YouTube knows me to a T. Mm-hmm. MMA, football, the occasional political debate, little travel, little food. Yeah. Over. Over for me. It, it, no, Rogan clips. Oh, yeah. Stand-up clips. It gives me shorts now, too. Bill Burr ranting about baseball. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, Everything. Yeah. It knows me. It knows me better than and I know And it myself. throws, like, the weird little recommendation that... That maybe wasn't known to everybody, but it's kind of, hey, I kind of dig that and I kind of want to see it. Like yeah. some random nature video. And then you just go down this wormhole. But yeah, YouTube knows me to a T, man. It's kind of scary. So, so no, what I do on TikTok now is when I open TikTok, I I do this on Instagram too, actually. is I, I'll hold it in such a way that I don't actually see the main screen. And I could just see the bottom tab okay. where I can go to my notifications. Because I'll often go on for business. I'll right. go on to post a clip. And I don't want to see what the fuck is going on. I want to see if anyone sent me messages. I turn off my notifications on TikTok. So mm. I just rip through messages. To, yeah, okay. Watch, 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 watch these clips that people send me. Okay, thumbs up. Boom. Post the clip. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I will open it up and I will put my hand in front of the screen. Or like look in such a way I contort my body so I don't actually see what it's feeding me. And I immediately, I open it up and I click. I fucking click on my notice before it gives me something on the for yeah. you page because the second it hooks me in I'm done it's over it it it, it does really it does a great job of hooking you in with a clip when it knows it's the first one that you're opening up to watch it, it I, yeah they know what they're doing they know what they're doing so I, I deliberately I'll click out of there like I'm I'm scared every time that I open it up same thing on Instagram I'll just I'll open it to see if I have any DMs mm-hmm. and I'll open it and I will I'll click DM right away as the you know, as, it's the, as the, the, yeah, the, the feed is loading. Yeah. Before it's sad it that show it's me anything. to that point. Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. So, um, we'll never know. We'll never know, uh, who abducted her, but it happened in a gender neutral bathroom and, uh, people who were able to apply <laughs> brute force, uh, were whoever they were, were in the gender neutral bathroom and they, uh, yeah, sadly. And it's crazy because obviously once you hear this stuff, like I'm the type of guy that once I hear stuff like this, like I'll, I'll go on YouTube and I'll just, I'll watch like videos or documentaries pertaining to something similar. And I remember coming across one about Disney world and they said the, the rate of child abductions there is like one or two every hour. Oh my God. And I mean, sadly it makes sense based off the amount of people and the amount of kids. Cause I feel like if you're there with your kid and you turn around and they're gone, it, there's just a crowd of people. Where do you even start to look? Think about the people that go to Disney World too. Think about some of the people that go to... Listen, I've been to Disney World. Okay, my parents are respected. Well, you know, I don't know. I think they're 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 good standing members of society. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that go to Disney World. What the fuck just happened? Can't be 
feedback. What the fuck? Excuse me. Are we still recording? Okay, fuck okay. it. Okay, fuck it. I don't know. Might edit that out. Might keep that in. Doesn't matter. We're uh, we're still uh, we're still rolling. Okay, my bad. My fucking computer just bugged out. <laughs> this is a very high tech operation we got going over here. One camera, two lights, and uh, and uh, a yeah, phone. and 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 a and a phone, and uh, we're we're on, we're on a couch in a in a basement. That's all you need. That's man. the studio. That's the studio right now. At the time of recording, we have 110 subscribers. That's what this gets you. This this is this is what 100 subscribers looks like. <laughs> Hopefully, we Colo can jump 99. to one, 111 at least by the end of this. Yeah, yeah, that'd be massive. Yeah, we're actually at 112, so 111 would be uh, yeah. Oh, would, a downgrade. Would, okay, yeah, it'd be, it'd be it'd be a little <laughs> be a little downgrade. <laughs> yeah, are you subbed? Yeah, of course. Oh, great. So it's like <laughs> you fucking hate your experience so much. <laughs> You're the one who unsubs, <laughs> you know? Right now. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, <laughs> Disney World. Everyone kind of goes to Disney World. I get it. Okay. There are, some, there are some people who have never gone to Disney World. I get it. You had a, you know, I'm sorry. You know, if you never had an opportunity to go to Disney World, you live in North America, whatever. I'm sorry. A lot of people I know have been. It's like a thing when you're a kid. Everyone wants to go to Disney World. A lot of parents will make a, an effort to, you know, fork out the fucking money to go there. So I understand that you, you do have a lot of, you know, normal families that go there. But when it's like almost every kid that kind of wants to go there, you're getting a very wide range of... Uh, you, you're getting you're getting a large demographic of people that are going. For sure, right? it's not necessarily one type of person. You're getting a lot of fucking scumbag, dude. You're getting you're getting, I mean, you're getting you're getting people that eat it, you know, that eat it Hooters, <laughs> that, go, that go to Disney. Most of World, them, yeah. You know, you're getting people. That, you're getting people that go to Denny's. Oh yeah, you know that go to Disney World, and I just feel like that's a different cohort of people. That's a different. It's a different type of human, you know, like you're, you're getting, you're getting fentanyl addicts and stuff or people that mm. are, you know, people recovering opioid <laughs> users All that are going to Disney World with their kids, you know, single moms that are going there with their kids. We don't even know what the hell's going on. Maybe they, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they, I, I don't know. Fucking they, <laughs> they, they, they went to go get freaky with Mickey Mouse and they said to their kid, Hey, listen, go, go get a, go get a corn dog. I'll be, I'll be back in an hour. Mama's got to go make some money. I'm sure weirder stuff has happened. Yeah. You know, well, you got to think of all the crazy people that are going there. It's 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 not, it's not Costa Esmeralda. You know, it's not Mykonos where it's one type of demographic that's going there. Yeah. You know, and it's also an unbearable. It's arguably arguably a less endearing type of person that goes to Mykonos, arguably. But it's the same. It's like the same type of person. It's one demographic that goes there. You're getting a very wide range of people that go to Disney World. So, you know, you're getting a lot of people that maybe shouldn't have become fucking parents that are taking their kid to Disney World. Oh, for sure. But do you feel they're like... Tr they're trying. They're doing what they can. Do you feel like that them, broad but... demographic of people is just in the um, American Disney World or even like the, the Paris or the other ones? The American Disney World, for Bad sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there a Disney World in like Singapore or something? There's got to be an Asian one, I think. There's got to be an Asian one. It's a whole different... I mean, I think... Yeah, no, I think um, it's probably fun to me. <laughs> it's, it's, you know... It's probably the same type of Asian tourist that comes to, you know, uh, that, that goes on, that goes on excursions on, on, you know, on a double decker bus in San Francisco or in LA or in New York. And, you know, they're, they're also fun to make fun of because, you know, they're, 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 they're you know, they're gawking at everything. They got the selfie sticks out. I'm sure yeah. you get a lot of that at Disney World, but I think it's probably only that one type of person. East Asian society, East Asian culture is very different. I don't know if you have as much of, um, 
I don't know if you'd have as much of an issue with uh, child abduction, the Asian Disney World, for instance. Yeah, it's probably a straight-up American thing. Yeah, I mean, there's degeneracy there, too. I've seen, like, Japanese and Korean TV and stuff. I mean, they have, yeah, they have Yakuza. They have, you know, people people go nuts there. Actually, because of how structured East Asian society is, from what I understand, I've never been. Have you? No. Okay. I'd like to at some point. I'm open to it. But I've, I have friends who have gone who have said that it's nuts. Um, I've read about it, too. People really rage like when they go out they fucking go out on ragers and 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 and, you know on a friday night you go out with your boss and you'll just get pissed drunk with him maybe puke on his shoes and he'll drive you home it's normal beautiful yeah but you know monday eight o'clock you're there with him all day slaving away and it's like they gotta let loose so on the weekend they go nuts friday night they go nuts after work they go nuts understandable so 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 it makes sense i'm you know but but um yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like undercurrent and stuff you can and can't do, I think. I feel like that would apply to their Disney World. American Disney World is just buck wild, bro. Yeah. It's just fucking people from Oklahoma. It's a free for all, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's the cast of Tiger King, man, going down to <laughs> Orlando. Yeah, gators in the water. And <laughs> you know? So that's scary. So you're saying that Disney World is a high rate of that shit. It makes, it makes sense now that I'm thinking about Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, it does. For all the factors yeah. listed. Fuck. So this girl was. They tried to abduct her. So, so sorry. So, so what what exactly happened from start to finish, from front to back? There's a gender neutral washroom. I'm sorry, I've been I've been wisecracking here. The no, no worries. So, but, well, basically, the rumor is I, I'm really hoping that either this comes out as fake and I'll look like a chooch, but I'm also hoping that this either comes out on the news and we can finally get some more. What, what have you on it. What have you heard? But what I've heard is that she was in the washroom, um, and I'm not sure where exactly the abduction took place. Could have been right outside. Could have been in the actual washroom. But uh, I guess she was taken, and by the time her parents or family figured it out, who they, she was there with, she was there with her family. Yeah, so they went teenager. on on a massive chase to find her, which of course makes sense. And I guess by the small chance that they did find her before she got out of the mall, the abductors had already almost transformed her fully, like closed. So they found her. Her family were able to find her. Yeah, I'm I'm they, sure the security was called it right away at the mall. Did they? But did they find her? Like like you know. Uh, drowsy in a bathroom stall somewhere? No drowsy, nothing. But I, th- I think what had happened was they had seen the people sort of with her walking out of the mall. Okay. And to what... I mean, I don't think they kind of run because obviously that makes that makes it more of a scene. So they right. kind of just act nonchalant. And I guess that gives the family more time to sort of um, give them a chance to find her, which kind of helps. But... I, I think by the time they did find her, so, so many things had been done to her to sort of help her blend in. So you're saying they, they shaved her head yeah, or, or, and changed her clothes or half shaved her yeah. head. Or they, they, the, they were in the process of doing it. And Jesus I guess Christ. obviously their goal was to have her unrecognizable so that they can easily just walk out that, with her. Dude, that's so fucked up. Almost hiding her in plain sight type so, of thing. So I was telling you before we started that like I've seen documentaries from these like crazy fucking rumble pages. These like, you know, these yeah. like, these like, these, these like fucking... The, these, you know, MAGA, QAnon-type, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Pizzagate, doc, you know, documentaries, um, which kind of get dismissed because they're in that same, you know, they're kind of done with that same tone. Yeah. You know, um, Pizzagate was was uh, was one that, you know, really, like, the, the, that, I think, um, that really did a lot of harm to the whole QAnon movement because it was so ridiculous, right? Like, I, I think a lot of the leaked emails that came out was it uh, Snowden or Assange? I don't, I don't know. 
there were a bunch of leaked emails like from Podesta and yeah. and shit that, that had really weird language in it. Um, and it might have been indicative of something. It might have been code. But then like the story got dumbed down to a point mm-hmm. that was so ridiculous. Like it was happening in one specific location's basement that it's like, okay, this is a little absurd now. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, you know, instead of taking a, a, you know, a wider look at it and saying, what the fuck's going on here? There is weird stuff going on. It's like it got so ridiculous and people like believed it. You know, uh, uh, wholesale, right? They completely, totally bought it to the point that it was like, okay, this is a bad look for a lot of the people mm-hmm. to believe the shit. Like, how dumb are you guys? You know, like, like, you know. So, so because of some of the other shit that people that kind of put out things that are labeled as conspiracy theories have like pumped before, you know, because some of that stuff has been a little sus. It's hard to take shit like this seriously. Especially when the stuff that, is, that they're claiming is so nuts, but I've heard that like apparently like millions of kids a year go missing, M- millions. It's unbelievable, man. So when you hear stuff like that, it's it's it. I don't know. It it makes you wonder. That's in, you know that's in Toronto. Imagine what the fuck happens in like Moldova or the Philippines. I don't think these kids. Where there's a less of a police state. Yeah, it's fucking bonkers, man. It makes you wonder. You were telling me that your uh, your brother in law is a cop, and it's like a very, it's a very big issue that is underreported, according to him. Yeah, I think it's just, I don't know. I I guess a lot of people don't realize that this stuff kind of happens so close to home, type of thing. And it's cool when you get to see, um, you just get sort of a an an eye into it that that the normal public wouldn't have, and it's just like. This stuff is unfortunately happening happening everywhere, you know? What's freaky to me is that they tried to shave her head. It makes sense, but the fact they were able to do it so quickly mm-hmm. is fucking scary. Because, it, you know, it makes you realize how systematic it is. Yeah, like, they have a plan and everything is so structured. And you can tell that these people have probably done this before, which is the worst part. I they, just feel like, I don't know, ever since that Madeline McCain drop, uh, documentary dropped on Netflix, it's like... I, I feel like it's done good because people have been opening their eyes to this stuff, but yeah, I, I don't think enough I, people. I didn't watch it, but I know the story. She was the British girl. Yeah. Yeah, right. Was she on vacation? So, yeah, she was on, her and her family were on vacation in Portugal. And, and she disappeared uh, from the room. She right? did because her, her parents ended up going to the hotel bar with a bunch of the other families they were with. And the, the kids were in the room and they had this schedule where the, the parents would go every hour to check on them. And I guess the people lurking in the bushes had had seen this type of schedule and they had almost an hour to play with to, to take this girl. And she's been gone ever since, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm happy my mom wouldn't let me walk fucking seven minutes home from school <laughs> in hindsight. Yeah, looking back now, it was a good thing. I'm homeschooling my kids. I think I am. I don't know. It's getting to that point, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know. Was your mom nuts with that sort of thing? Was she anal about it? Was she was she like you know an Italian mom? I was the firstborn too. You were you were telling me you have an older sister, so maybe for the second kid it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I they were feeling everything out with me first for sure. For my brother it was like hey, all, right, all right, he don't need the car scene no more. The fucking older one don't have it. Fuck <laughs> yeah, it. You yeah. Know what I mean, I don't want to hear him bitch about it. Why does he not have one anymore? You know. So he he um. He got, I don't know. He stuff was expedited with him. Yeah, he was a yeah. Maybe it's because I'm older, so um, 
they they just weren't willing to take risks with me. But but I am I'm happy about it in hindsight. Looking back now, yeah. I no, or I'm happy about it. You know, it probably would have been fine either way. But I'm not. I understand it now. So do I. Yeah. More than more than when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I feel like for for me, my my parents were cool, but growing up, my grandparents living with me, so it was like such a blessing. Looking back now, that they were strict. Obviously, they had the old Italian mindset, but I feel like that just um, helped me stay on like a straight path throughout. You know. Yeah, that's good. I, but but then there's also another level of like wanting to let the kids just go out and maybe like take a punch and whatever the fuck happens happens. Hey, you know maybe he walks home from school and maybe he gets into trouble with some other kids. Maybe mm-hmm. it's it's kind of good for them. You know, I don't I don't know. Anything to get that anything to get them out of the virtual world. Yeah, I, they need that wake up call. You know what I mean? Where, well, uh, whether it's a fight or something. Maybe I I, I never really had. I never really had that specific thing happen to me. I'm just talking about like shit that used to happen in the 70s. You hear like older people, like our parents' age, talking about how different it was growing up back then, how kids mm-hmm. would just go out and just be out. And they would come back when they came back. They had a curfew and yeah. they would just, you know, they would just be out doing their thing. It's like, hey, what's worse? What's worse? Them being online on TikTok, you know, or them being out in the real world, um, you know, I guess exposed, but out in the real world, not on their phone. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I our know. parents are probably better off than than what this future generation was. Well, who the fuck knows? That's what everyone says, right? You know, people have been saying that for hundreds of years. You know, the kids now are fucked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? yeah. Dude, I remember I was in grade eight, and the grade seven kids came up into school mm-hmm. the year after I was in grade seven. Obviously, yeah. we're a year older, and I was like, fuck. We were all like, look at these little fucking, these little fucking yeah. fruitcakes. Yeah. So embarrassing. Yeah, it comes full circle, man. What's the matter with you? Aren't you embarrassed? I'm turning yeah, yeah, yeah. into Maniscalco, bro. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you, you know? Fucking banging on the locker. Mm-hmm. You're banging on the locker. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? Their voices are so high-pitched, they're yelling on the train. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like that. No, me neither. I wasn't like that. What's wrong? What's the matter with these guys? My friends and I were cool a year ago. Yeah, of course. It's so. I remember being in high school and being in grade 12 and thinking like, wow, these kids look so much younger and so much, they're so much more immature. And then four years later, I'm talking to those young kids and they're saying the same thing about the new grade nines coming yeah, in. Right. It's just a, like I said, it comes full circle. Dude, anyone that's four years younger than me, I just assume is a child. Yeah, they're 12. They're always 12. No, in my mind, like, yeah, like I'm 25. Like, like you know, if, if I was single and a 21-year-old girl, uh, you know, uh, I hit it off with a 21-year-old girl, I would be like, what the fuck am I doing? This is, this yeah. is weird. Like, like you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't understand any of the references I'm talking about here. <laughs> you don't know about the stock market. Yeah, born you know? in a different time, man. I coached, I coached junior hockey. After I stopped playing hockey uh, a couple years ago when I, like, graduated and, like, you know, I'm, like, 23 and some of these guys are, like, 18, 19. Yeah. And I'm just, like, giving them advice on life and, like, what they should <laughs> do in school. And I'm, like, I'm giving them advice. Like, it, like they, you know, don't date this type of girl. Date this type of girl. You should study this or listen, you know, own equity. Equity. Equity is yeah, important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Add equity in what you're doing. It's, you know, I feel I just turn into, like, this reverend, this reverend, like, uh, figure of, like, and you know what? Like, for some of them it was a little weird, but. Um, because they're like, yeah, dude, like you're just like, you're one of our cohorts here, but it's also, I don't know. It, it would have been a little weird if I was too buddy, buddy and chummy with them. It would have felt like there was too big a gap there. Yeah. You know, like they looked at me like I was very different. Like mm-hmm. I was older and like I was, yeah. Oh, well, you're 23. Fuck. You graduated from high school and this year. Oh my God. You're a lot older than me. Yeah. Man. I graduated last year. You know, it was weird. You know, like guys who I, I there are some guys I played with, uh, who I was then coaching after I graduated on the team cause they were a bit younger. 
So they were like, okay, like Sam's our boy, you know? Yeah. He's like two years older than us, whatever. But the guys were like four or five years younger. Mm. Yeah. Be their was, dad. They, looked, they looked at me very different. Yeah. yeah. It was odd. So I, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it for, I get it for real, man. Yeah. I don't know. What's funny is like, I mean, I've been with my girlfriend for five years. Mm-hmm. So we've changed a lot, but not, you know, we're still the same people. Yeah. So I would still fundamentally, like, I think she was a little more naive back then. So was I. We were both naive. But, like, I, I don't see why I wouldn't date 20 or 21-year-old her now. If I were to meet her now, I'd yeah. still be, like, a you know, I would still find her attractive based on, well, physically, you know, I find her good looking. So that's it's not a surprise. But, like, she's still the same person. So As I, she was back then, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'd probably find, maybe the innocence would, like, throw me off a bit more. And I'd okay. be like, oh, like, you know. Maybe I'd like maybe be a bit more patient with her, you right. know. I wouldn't be as cynical. I wouldn't like you know rupture her innocence, which has slowly gotten ruptured over time over the last five years as she enters adulthood. Like like yeah. you know like it does for, for for everyone, right? But I don't know what the dynamic would be like. It might have fucked me up. I think we might have only worked because I was like a dumb little shit too, mm-hmm. you know. Relative that's true. To, actually, you know what I am now. I think I you know so so while I might have been attracted to her, I, I, like again as a. Her, her essence, as a per, her personality, you know that's that's what I'm referring to here. Uh, physical attractiveness is that's obvious. Yeah, you don't get less attractive when you're younger. <laughs> you know, she's twenty, she's twenty five now, she's twenty six now, she's twenty one then. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, it's you're you're just as attractive. What I'm talking about is, um, just like personality, strictly just who she is. I think I would still be appealed by. I think I would still find her appealing as a person, but I think there's there there might be a little bit of weirdness to it because the five-year gap is 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 not insignificant i think i really only think it worked because i was the same age as her so it was like we just kind of grew up together yeah i mean i think five years is especially at that age is big for um like on an immaturity scale but i think personality wise how, how much do you really change from 21 to 25 you just i think just perspectives change you're still the same yeah. person but it's just like yeah it's perspectives mm-hmm. i think that's what i think because tw- you know, a twenty-five-year-old dating a, tw- a twenty-five-year-old guy dating a twenty-year-old twenty-year-old girl is—it's not the end of the world. No, like, you do have twenty-year-olds who are, you know, I mean, you, you work with younger people. Dude, like you know, I was twenty-two. I started working with guys who are like you know thirty years old. We're mm-hmm. shooting the shit. We're like just chewing the fat, chopping it up. Like they—they they look at me like I'm a little bit, you know, okay, like I'm a little younger. He's got—he's got stuff to learn, but I'm still an adult. Like we're, we're still vibing here, you know. Like it's—it's it's possible to still have. I think beyond a certain point, you just kind of like morph into a similar level of, yeah, uh, you know, just just, I don't know, being an adult. You evolve with time, but beyond a certain point, it's like okay, like beyond a certain time, or beyond a certain point, I think you just are able to roll with every other adult. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know when that is. I don't know if it's like maybe eighteen, nineteen. I remember when I started working, I was like, you know. 16 my first part-time job in a bakery mm-hmm. an italian bakery was like 21 22 25 year old people yeah some of them were older and that's when i realized okay like that's when i realized okay i you know i could there's a convergence that's occurring for sure yeah and i feel like those those man those part-time jobs when you're late teens early 20s like i was a butcher for about four or five years Fuck. at the local grocery store they just Hanging out with from like from like what like seventeen to like twenty two in school. Yeah, and th- those are like big those big ages, man. I just feel like I I learned so much at that job compared to like standard corporate jobs now. Like just dealing with obviously just dealing with people, but then like working with older Italian nunnos and stuff. I just feel like it kind of shaped my twenties, you know. Okay, you, you so it was like a small butcher that you worked for. Yeah, well, it was a grocery store, but then um, like the majority of the guys in there were 
40s to 60s, you Fuck. know? Okay. But I just felt like the, the camaraderie was so cool. But I, I, I learned so much working with those guys and, and seeing how they dealt with people. Because I was just like a kid at the time, just fresh yeah, out of high when, school. Yeah, when you start working with adults or, or interacting with adults, I think you're, you realize, you know, um, even though you might be a little dumb shit with other friends your age, I think you're able to roll with them. Yeah. You, you realize how you may not be that. Yeah. You realize that there's not that much of a gap. I know. That was the scary part. You know? Yeah. That, that, that really fucked me up too. That was one of the times that I realized that um, when I started working part time somewhere, I think is when I realized like that there's a bit of a veil of uh of intelligence that comes with like adulthood mm -hmm. that you have when you're younger. And then when you get older, you realize that it's kind of all horse shit. Yeah. You think everybody has it figured out and then no. you just realize these guys are just older versions of you with cars. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I heard Ben Shapiro talking once about how like one of the greatest disappointments in life is like when you're a kid and you think all the adults are really smart, then you grow up and realize all the adults are idiots. Mm -hmm. But you think like, because they just have houses and have money and like can they eat Oreos for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You grow up and realize, Oh shit, dude, like, I've heard stuff that my parents or just people my parents' age have talked about um, after like like a dinner party, like dr dr drama at a dinner party. And I'm like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you 16? <laughs> this is the same shit that I would hear 10 years ago when I was in high school. Yeah. What the fuck's or going worse. on over here? You realize that it's the same types of – and listen, that's not good. That's not good. Like when that happens – I think there are people that get turned off by it and say, all right, like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? This is bullshit. This is really mm -hmm. immature. But but people still have, you know, a propensity to um, do that sometimes. Some people do, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's like it never really goes away. Dude, one of the, I think one of the biggest things that – one I think the, the best tool I think that a woman has in her arsenal if she wants to win an argument with you is say you're immature. Yeah, how do you come back from that? You can't. It's devastating. Yeah. It's devastating. If a girl says you're being really immature right now, it's over. Have you tried throwing it back in their face ever? I don't even think you can, man. At I've that tried, point. but it, it just feels... How do you counter that? It fe I've, tried, I've tried doing it at another point in time. Not like, no, you're being immature because then yeah. I sound immature. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done it. I've tried it out of the blue. I've tried it before to see what would happen, what it would yield. And... and yeah, I was just met with contempt. Like it was like it was. She knew she knew that I was reaching. Mm -hmm. She she scoffed at it. It's like because when they say you're immature, you kind of know like they're right. But it's like, but yeah. I but, but it's really like no, I'm just a dude. I have a guy's sense of humor. What are you mm -hmm. talking about? You're being really immature right now. No, I'm not. Like I just I find this funny. Yeah, what's, what's, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? You yeah. Know? It's just you, you oh, know. Man. What are you what are you what are you talking about? You're being really immature. Like well, why? Like you're being non-committal. Okay, maybe. But you're just being non-committal. It's not a question of immaturity. Mm -hmm. I don't like him. He's not. He's not mature. Meanwhile, he's, he's I just immature. think I'm being hilarious, but it comes off as immature. Oh man, yeah, no, that's a devastating one. Yeah, there are just some things that that when people say to you, you can't come back from. Like if, if, if I don't know, if you're roasting your boys and then one of them says your breath stinks, it's, it's over. It's done, man. There's nothing you can do. You got you got to go to the car, grab your mints, so go shame. home, brush your teeth. Mouth, it's finished. I travel with mouthwash. You have to. I'm petrified of. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I think one of the best things you could say on the field when you're playing when you're playing a sport. Mm -hmm. I think the best thing you could say to someone is, <laughs> I have a buddy used to say this. Uh, <laughs> he would go, buddy, you're the ugliest guy in the league. <laughs> 
because you can't come back from that. Like it's oh, so devastating. Man. It's so mean. You know, like the guy's actually thinking I'm ugly. Yeah. You know, what's he gonna What's he gonna say? He can't come back and say no, I'm not. Yeah, and th- th- throws him off. And I don't know if about, about you, but I feel like if a, if a guy told me I'm ugly, it would hurt more than if a girl did. Because it's like whatever i can i can deal with that but if you, you know how ugly you have to be for a guy to say that you're ugly <laughs> yeah yeah and guys have a little bit more of a meanness to it i think women it's a little bit when women do it it's a little bit more uh yeah um um it's a little bit more subtle it's a little bit more um y- yeah backhanded maybe yeah i don't, I don't know what well, am i offering you you're ugly it's yeah it's the way they tend to do it, it has a tone that isn't as uh, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't bite quite as much. If a guy tells you that, it's it's it goes back to high school, man. You feel like you're you feel like you're 14, and a mm-hmm. guy's like, because here's the thing: when you were 14 in high school, and guys were arguing stuff, they weren't really like. Now, if you're just shooting the shit with someone and insulting someone, you're kind of. I think there's a different level of argument when you're an adult. Having an adult argument could still get ugly, but I think, and it could still get petty. But I think kids are really mean. Oh yeah, kids are really mean. They have a they have a mean streak that's that that's that's unmatched, man. I think I think they'll they'll tap into stuff that they uh, that they know will just twist the wound. You know what I mean? So yeah, they be, know how to get you. They'll be they'll be like your dad's an alcoholic or something like that. They'll they'll throw whatever you know. They'll throw whatever they have at you. So I think when a guy will say, you're, if a guy were to say that you're ugly, bro, what do I like? You're, you imagine you're in a bar fight, bro. What are you gonna do? You fucking, you so you're fucking ugly. You couldn't get anything if you wanted to. <laughs> like it's, it's like there's just there's like a kernel truth to it. Like you know this guy's not just saying it for no reason. He's not calling you an ugly yeah. motherfucker. Like like if I call my friend ugly, it's he's not ugly. You know exactly. Yeah, you it's know? different. Fuck out of here, you ugly motherfucker. You know mm-hmm. it's not the same thing. But if you're like actually pissed and you call a guy ugly and you're laughing, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're fucking ugly. Yeah, it's it's it 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 stings, stings man. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. There's no coming back from that. I remember when I used to play soccer. I don't know. I would just I, I wouldn't talk as much smack as my other teammates because obviously I was like one of the shorter guys on the on the pitch. But like for the small chance that it actually happened and you start arguing with this guy and then he just does like a like a looking down at you thing. Like if you're sure you ever see those players do that, like in professional devastating. Yeah, man. All I could do. People have done it to Messi. People have done it to Messi. Exactly. And he can't, after that, you can't do anything. Like maybe he can talk about his trophies and all that stuff, but, but I was playing wreck, bro. You can't do anything. Yeah. He's messy, man. You could still, you could get away with it. If you're just playing wreck, it's it's over. Yeah. You have to just admit defeat sometimes. Who's the ugliest footballer you've ever seen? Ooh. I mean, I feel like easy choice would be like ribbery or something mm, that's a good shout that's a really good shout i'm trying to think i, don't but I feel bad saying that because obviously he went through some traumatic uh experience when he was a kid that that caused that well you don't look very good now yeah, yeah. it's what it is what it's what it is uh what about Gervinho? he's up there he's up there it's a bad hairline yeah and, and i hate to say it i i know a lot of times especially recently when i'm doing some work for like if i'm making a video or a post for holland but just like his his face is a little strange at some angle. He's so ugly. He's hot. He's got to that point. Yeah, it's different. I saw him modeling on the uh, the cover of GQ. Yeah, this week. He's got that. Um, was it Pete Davidson? He's got that vibe going on. Like he's a he's an ugly hot type of thing. I guess. I guess so. He just looks like a. He looks like a, like like a mongoloid, bro. Mm-hmm. Is that a good word? What is is, is a mongoloid? Like a cyborg or something? Yeah. Is, is is a mongoloid is a mongoloid a person with down syndrome 
If so, that's not really what I intend. He, has, no, he looks like so. he might have a touch of the downs, but that's not really what I'm referring to. In French, it's a mongol. Mongol is like a it's, it's like a derogatory term for like a for like a person with the downs. Okay. What is a mongoloid? You have your phone? Yeah. I want to. I want to know. I want to know whether we have to cut that out or not. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. While you do that, while you look it up, I don't even know how I would spell that. M O N G O L O I D. Mongoloid baby. Oh yeah, it is related to downtown. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. I, I was thinking. Well, I, I guess it's kind of. Oh yeah. Well, he kind of does look like one a little bit. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I mean Holland. Who else is? Who else is there? I mean, I'm not taking that out. I'm keeping it in. It's it's what I said. I mean, I guess I, I guess I kind of knew. I kind of knew what it was. Why why was that the word I referred him to? Hang on. Why was that the word I used if I wasn't sure what it meant? Hmm. I think I kind of deep. I think I kind of deep down. Yeah, it's like I, it was. It was like fucking the back of my amygdala, and, and I, I knew is the amygdala the subconscious part of the brain? I don't even know. But, but you know what's funny? I'm that. an idiot. But um, sorry. I I, found, I saw a TikTok the other day, and a guy was rating. I don't know why this is on my for you page, but a guy was rating the the hotness of players, okay. and Holland came up, and he, he gave him a zero out of ten, and his his theory was because it just looks like he has a touch of, the, of Down syndrome. He has a touch of the Down. Okay, he looks like a little bit of a mongoloid. So I don't That's know fine. if this is a generally known thing across continents. Well, it's because he has no um, eyebrows. It's because he has no eyebrows. His eyebrows mm. are very light. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just a touch. Yeah, as, as I said, just a touch. You know, he, he doesn't, but he looks like it a little bit. But I don't know if it necessarily makes him ugly. I think he kind of was, again, he's so ugly, he's hot. Yeah, he's past that threshold, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. This 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 whole segment's running a little dry now. <laughs> I'm not editing anything out. No. We're but not. Um, I'm a little rattled by the fact that I, I'm just trying to psychoanalyze myself and think, why did I refer to him as a word that he that very clearly actually applies to him? But thought I might have been referring to something else. I think I just started covering my ass immediately. I was like, oh, I, I met like a cyborg. But he's only mm. like a cyborg. No, it's, it's a mongoloid. I'm owning it. It's what he looks like. Whatever. I was yeah, right. If you're going to say it, I guess just own it. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I was. But I, but, I, but I forgot what it meant for a second after I said it. Gotcha. It's like I knew what it meant, said it, and was like, wait, am I, am I using the right word? I do that a lot. I'm not very well read. That's the thing. I'm not very well read. I don't read enough. Who has, who has time to read? My that? proficiency in the English language is not anywhere near the level that I w- would like for it to be, you know? So that happens often. I often, uh, you know, I fuck up words all the time. I thought that might have been another one of those incidents. I don't know if you're reaching that point because you're getting to your, like, your mid to late 20s, but I had a few of my friends where once we got to like the 26, 27 age, everybody just started reading books. Oh, really? Is yeah. that on the horizon for me? Well, I don't know because it just never hit me. I mean, I, I tried it once. I, I bought a few on Amazon and I just... I find myself like racing to get the page done and I just don't have the attention span to do it. But I know like a lot of my boys are like, yeah, I've gotten into reading recently. They're lying. I think so. Yeah. Cause I, I never actually see them. I've read. Dude, I've lied about reading so many times. Mm. I'm reading this book. I've told people. Yeah. Dude, when I was working corporate, yeah, <laughs> I'm reading this. You know what I've been doing at the start of COVID? Uh, I, I've been, uh, actually, you know what happened? We had a group chat. We had like a team's chat. Yeah. And we would like communicate and stuff. And at one point we were like, people were like, hey, you know, uh, a couple guys were like, you know, I've been, I've been working outside and it's really been helping me. I've been working on my balcony, getting some fresh air. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been reading a lot. I've been, I think reading is great. I've been making a point of reading. I wasn't reading shit. <laughs> you read the Twitter search. I wasn't reading fucking <laughs> anything, bro. I was watching Netflix. Yeah. Wasn't reading anything. Lied, 
I've been reading. I've been reading a lot. It's really been, uh, you know, helping me maintain my sanity. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. Maintain yeah. my sanity. That was yeah. a big thing during yeah. COVID. No, yeah. no. I've lied about reading for years. Barely do. Barely do. I got a book right there. I lied to myself. I, I took a book. You to, brought a, a book here to I've not, not read it? I've not started it. Yeah. Interesting. It's a football book. It's called Among the Thugs by Bill Buford. It's apparently it's one of the, the leading books on hooliganism in English football. Okay. Yeah. And I will invoke it whenever I have an opportunity to discuss ultras and hooligan, hooligans in England. Yeah. And I will not have read it. But you didn't fin- Did you even start it? I've not started it, but I brought it with me. And I could, mm. I, could, I, could, I could show it off and say, yeah. you know, this is one of the leading books on hooliganism in English football. It's the leading work on the subject. Plus, you just look so much cooler if you're carrying books around. I might start reading it. I only really read on vacation on the beach. So, okay. like, I read and blitz. So, I, I blitz, like, two uh, reading sessions a year over the period of a couple of days. Gotcha. So, sometimes it'll take me a year to finish a book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll take me a year and a half to finish a book because I'm reading 200 pages in, uh, you know, three days. Yeah. And, and, and you know. That's it again. Again, like like how long's a book? If it's seven hundred pages, you know, if I'm on vacation a couple of fucking days a year, right? Or if I'm on a beach a couple of days, a year, how many days? You know, if I go on two vacations a year, a vacation a year, two vacations a year, then I'm on like a beach, then I'm just chilling, doing nothing. Yeah, I'm reading for maybe the court. You know, I'm reading over the course of a handful of days. That's it. I'm not finishing that book if it's too long. So you're saying a book could potentially span across five vacations? I read at a good pace. Okay. I read at a good pace. My girlfriend says I don't. She's wrong. I do. I was going to take a shot. It's not nice. It's not nice. I was going to say, we don't read the same things. Yeah, you're being immature. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like fiction. I don't like I don't like rom-com novels. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My mother loves them. My same, cousin, My cousins same. love them. My aunts love them. My girlfriend's... My girlfriend loves them. Her, her female... I think women just love them. Yeah, and they plow through them. They plow through them because it's a very easy read. Yeah. It's not the same. Again... Who's smarter? She's reading. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm not reading. I'm barely reading at all. Right. She gets hooked into a book and she reads. I commend her. I think women are more disciplined too. Just by the way, I think. I think so. They'll pick up a book and they'll. I don't know. That's what I think. They they like their vibes. They like like setting setting the mood. They like having, you know, a bedroom that they've curated to feel a certain way, mm-hmm. a certain temperature, and they like getting into the covers and having their book, you know, or watching their show. I don't really do that as much. I'll watch shows by accident. I'll watch to procrastinate. Yep. You know. If I'm, you know, I'll fall asleep on the couch watching a show. It's not good. It's not. It's not as healthy, mm-hmm. right? So they're actually more responsible. They're more mature, maybe. They're better at curating their 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 life choices and stuff. Yeah, we're just different species, man. I guess we're come to that point. But yeah, so so but like I, you know, so my girlfriend says I read slow. I don't think I do. I think I just, you know, I like to understand what I'm reading. I've literally, dude, I've been so condescending before because again, it's not like I'm reading these books every fucking week. I'm reading them over like. Over like, you know, I'm going months between sessions, Yeah, you know, but like I've literally hauled the book around, dude, I, I was such a piece of shit. I think I hauled the book around <laughs> uh, for like months to my girlfriend's house. Every time I would go over during one of the COVID years um, in the summer, I'd go over to her house and there was very little to do. So I'd bring the book in case we like just sat on the couch or sat like on the patio furniture outside in case I wanted to read. It was Inverting the Pyramid by Jonathan Wilson. It's a fucking monster of a read okay. about like football tactics and the history of football tactics. It's a big book. I, it was so boring, bro. So boring. And I couldn't get through it. God bless. God bless him. I like him as a journalist, bro, but I, I couldn't get through the fucking book. Okay. And um, my girlfriend's sister was making fun of me for hauling this book around. I said, read one page. 
tell me what it's talking about. Yeah. That's a piece of shit thing to do, but she but she she zoned out after like two sentences. I'm like, you see what I'm talking? Like, yeah. it's a different beast here. So, but then like I like it was very immature. I used that as an excuse. Like, <laughs> you, you see, this is hard. What I'm reading, I'm gonna read it slowly. So I won't understand. We are immature, then I guess. Well, I am. I'm not not more. I would you do. The, I would do the exact same thing though. So yeah. I guess whatever. So so, but no, I like <laughs> no, I like books on like history and stuff, or, or documenting stuff that happened. Okay, uh, you know, yeah, I don't like fiction. I don't like works of fiction. I can't do it either. I think the last the last book I bought was one associated with like Mr. Beast on a successful YouTube formula, and dude, this thing was like a full time job trying to get through, and I just found myself like because I have the lingo. Yeah, and I just I found myself like. Oh, I have three pages left to this chapter. I'm just going to skip it and go to the next chapter type of thing. And I, I, I don't know. I just, it felt like work to me. Like you're studying. <laughs> yeah, it felt like studying again, honestly. And yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was getting anything from it. So I guess when I when I think of my, my mom or my sister reading these four or 500 page books in like two days, it's just blasphemy to me. But I guess they, they just resonate with it differently. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't want to read some of the books that I read, bro. Like if I gave my, if I gave my, you know, yeah, you know, if if I gave, if I gave my girlfriend Among the Thugs by Bill Buford, I don't know how into it she'd be. I don't know how into it she'd be. Like she tunes out when I try to play Rogan. She says his voice pisses him off. Pisses yeah. her off. I don't think he has much of a uh, female audience because I've tried. I tried to do the same thing. Yeah, have you ever you ever like foisted clips on her? Yeah, yeah. On your girlfriend? Yeah, all the time. And she's like, "What are you playing? Why are you playing this for me?" Yeah. You're like, oh, "Something I thought was interesting, but okay, fine. I guess we won't. We won't." Immature again. Yeah. I just, I was like, oh, this something is something meaningful to me. It's important to me, man. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really. You know, I wanted yeah. to share it with you. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting. I wanted to share it with you. <laughs> now you're just kind of crapping on it, and it doesn't make me feel very good about myself. But okay. Yeah, I've done that with with uh, Andrew Tate clips a few times, and it just did not go over well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's free. Fucking a. It's a dub on the board. Mm-hmm. Dub on the board for the boys. Yeah, they went hard for him, man. How long was he in there? Because I saw the interview when he came out yesterday and he's, this was the first time he was seeing... Three months. Three months, right? Yeah. So it was last year they got him? Was it end, end of the, the year? year? Yeah, end of the year. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I, re- <laughs> I remember I was I was live potting with uh, with Jenna Letty, who I started the pod with. We were, uh, we were potting at Christmas and I think the news came out literally on the pod. Wow. And I was debating. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was debating like, what should I say about it? I was, in my mind, I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. They came for him. No. And I didn't want to be... <laughs> but my instinct was to not say that because I thought Nick would make fun of me for it okay. because I don't think he liked him as much. Did you address it at all I on think the pod? Barely. I think I... Yeah, I think I was like, oh, well, all right. It is what it is. But in my mind, wow. I was like, no. Yeah. No. You were yeah. struggling. <laughs> I was like, no. It's like, my leader. You know? <laughs> Fuck. So st- yeah, that's like sometimes when I watch clips of like uh, people on podcasts or live on Instagram, it's like, it's their live reaction is seeing that Kobe Bryant died. I don't know why this is on my YouTube, but it's just like people finding out that celebrity dies died live, and I just for some reason I'm just like attracted to seeing their their live reaction to it. Kobe's a funny one, yeah. I don't know why, but it just it just is because um, I feel like there are a bunch of people that just because <laughs> Kobe because so many people loved Kobe in a way that was almost weird. Yeah, like cult like almost cult like yeah to the point that yeah. Yeah, to the point that, like, when he dies, it's like, it's not fun that a guy died. I mean, there were people that died on the fucking helicopter with him. Like, death is not funny. It was an accident. It's too bad. But, like, it, it is kind of like, man, it's, it's, 
there's something there's something almost enjoyable and cathartic about seeing people just have their innocence ripped away live in real time mm, like realizing that life is just heartless may, may, maybe or just or just them being dude can you imagine like if Ronaldo died it wouldn't be funny like I'm a, I'm a, Ronaldo, I'm a Ronaldo fan he's still a footballer I like watching him play and it's like because I've watched him play play for my club like I feel like a, we feel like personal in the, like we feel personal attachments to yeah. people it's, it's weird you know you know, to the point that, like, we refer to his wife by, like, her first name on a first name basis, mm-hmm. Georgina. We know who she is. Yeah, like, right away. Cristiano Jr., like, we know his son. Yeah. Like, it's we- It's weird. Can you imagine if he died? What, what? How how incredible it would be to see people's reactions to it. Just on Twitter, these people be like, nah, man, I'm crying for real. I don't, get, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Life's unfair. It's like, bro, he's not your grandfather. You I know? know? You know? He's the guy. But it's it may, if Tom Brady died, you know? LeBron died. It's like, dude, cause, you know, it's people that cling to the accomplishments of others. Yeah, you know, it, it would feel it would feel like they lost their accomplishments. Like, they, like the accomplishments of this guy died with him, and everything that they've always associated with him, and the way they mm-hmm. identified with him. It's like it all like that piece like of their identity died. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I feel like that would just be crazy, like creepy, crazy. And that's what happened when Kobe died. It's strange. I feel like that's. Does that make sense? If Messi died, if Messi died. Messi's like, listen, man, I, I would cry, man. It's fucking Leo Messi. I think I, I would too. Even, I mean, even for if everything he's done for the sport, even if you're not a massive Messi fan, I feel like it would just hit, hit you. You could cry, man, when when you hear about like a random person dying. Of it's course, a death sucks. You know, yeah. if, if if a story's told a certain way, it'll get you. Oh yeah. So it makes sense. But like, just imagine the impact it would have. Like, that's kind of what happened in, in Naples with Maradona. Mm-hmm. So you know, my job is to be cynical about it and say, hey, all right. All right, he's not Christ reincarnate. You know, I know we're talking about him yeah. like he was, but what are we doing here? I know, okay, he meant a lot for you. And it is sad. There's, like, grown men crying. Like, you know, you could tell how old they are. They're 52 years old. So you know that, like, you know, when they were 21, maybe he was, like, a symbol of hope for them. Like, it, it, that 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 actually has touched me before. I saw a guy with his glasses on, like, doing, you know, at like, yeah. on his knees. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a cold piece of shit. I get it, man. But part of me is like, nope, nope. Don't be, you know, gotta gotta make fun, gotta poke fun, gotta be cynical. <laughs> I guess know? somebody has to do it. Yeah, that's where you come in. What, what were you gonna say? I cut you off. Sorry, you were you were talking about Messi. Uh, shit, I don't even know. But now that you brought up Maradona, actually, it's, it, it, I I don't know if you watched the HBO documentary on him. Yeah, of course. So do you remember when when Napoli won? And one of the craziest scenes of the whole documentary is when when they won the Scudetto, and then it cuts to the the cemetery, and then they spray painted on it, and it, it says, "You have no idea what you've missed." Because all these, all the dead people never got to see Napoli win. Fuck, dude, and that just I I when I saw that I paused it because I'm like this is unbelievable. Like that's yeah. how big it was for them, like going to their their dead loved one and saying like you guys missed out on the craziest thing. That just that scene stuck out to me for some reason on that documentary, and now, now that you brought it up, yeah, man. When when we won the Euro last year, I um, yeah, I. I just, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can relate to that. Like I thought, I thought of my, uh, my grandmother who died a few months before and was like, fuck, she's not, she's not seeing this. Right. She's not seeing this. I'm re- Yeah. Yeah. I mean, based off what you believe in, maybe she is seeing it, but well, yeah, but, but that's a whole different story, but it's yeah, but whatever. Yeah. So you, yeah, whatever. You don't know what you missed. Yeah. It's interesting. Fuck that. All right. Let's pivot. Let's pivot. Let's not be, no, can't, can't. Can't get emotional. <laughs> Can't get emotional. Push it down. Yeah, yeah. Push yeah. it down. Yeah. Under yeah. the rug. Goes no right more. Under the rug. It's enough. <laughs> <coughs> it's okay. enough. Anyone that fucking cries because a 
footballer dies is gay. <laughs> no, can't do it. Um, I don't know, man. So, um, what else? What else you want to talk Kobe. about? Kobe. So, why was they talking about Kobe? Do you think that's the biggest celebrity death? Since maybe like yeah, for sure, one of yeah, definitely. Because obviously MJ and Elvis like when when they passed since Elvis, yeah, probably or MJ. Oh, uh, Michael Michael Jackson, you mean? Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, biggest since Michael Jackson, probably. But the only thing was with Michael Jackson, like he wasn't at the peak of his stardom when he passed. You know what I mean? I feel like Kobe was just a few years at, pa- past it, so it was still fresh. We were so used to seeing Kobe like on the screens every day, maybe two years prior to his death. You know what I mean? Whereas Michael Jackson, there was maybe. A, a good decade where he was just in the news for unfortunate incidents and court cases and stuff like that. But that, yeah. co- that Kobe one was just wild, man. Here, let me play devil's advocate and say there are a lot of artists that have died at the peak of their powers, um, like in their prime before they had a chance to like right. have a period of, uh, you know, being less prolific and also, you know, grow into living legends mm-hmm. because here's, uh, you know, uh, like so, 27 club members yeah and stuff like so that. hendrix for example yeah. i think was you know i don't know uh kirk hendrix Cobain. hendrix was huge yeah so so again kirk cobain was huge at the time hendrix was huge at the time that he died but i think if he had had a time you know if he if he had had the ability to kind of like become i don't know um Thinking like Bob Dylan, maybe you know how Bob mm. Dylan kind of was like an impactful art you know, artist of that same period, and then he kind of uh, continued to live and maybe wasn't producing stuff as prolifically anymore. But he became Bob Dylan, the reverend figure for um, for um, you know um, like that era. He was like one of like the symbols of that era that was still alive, and he's kind of become like a living. He's kind of become like a living legend as a result. You know, it's yeah. like it's like Hendrix never had the opportunity to become that guy. Yeah, it's almost like For a example. wasted potential type of thing. Well, may, maybe, but, but here's here's the thing. So, um, Kurt Cobain's a good example too. Um, he uh, so he died when he was a star, um, to the point that like had he probably put an you know a, a, had he put an album out the year after he died. Mm-hmm. It probably still would have gotten a lot of traction, right? For sure. You know what I mean? Um, he hadn't reached the point where he was putting stuff out with a, that you know where interest was waning a little bit. So when you die at the peak of your powers, yeah, it adds to like the legend and the mystique of you know the rock and roll and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think it doesn't enable you to become like part of the social like ethos um, quite as much. You know, like like Michael Jackson, if he had died in 1985 as a star. I think he would have been a blip. Um, that's not fair. He still would have been. He still might have been the king of pop. You know, they, and they probably had already crowned him the king of pop back then. And I think his music would have lived on. But I don't know if it would have been as impactful if he had become like, like, um, it, sorry, I don't know if he would. I don't know if it would have been as impactful a death if he hadn't lived through the nineties mm-hmm. and had controversy and like you know, changed his skin pigmentation right. and, and un- undergone all those surgeries and become like the butt end of jokes and stuff. Like he became. He became like a really prominent this figure in uh, in American like pop culture beyond his stardom as a performing artist. Yeah. So I think when he died, I think maybe that it was it was impactful because he was at a point where like he was too young for people to have like imagine him, you know, being at a point where he might die. It's not like he's like eighty two years old and it's like oh well okay we lost the legend, you know, he had a good life and he yeah. died. No, it's like, he kind of died young. He died of like, you know, weird, you know, due to weird circumstances. But, um, 
he had had time to like marinate and become like the the, the legend who uh you know, people can look back on. Yeah, I see what you're as saying. As opposed to the guy who's like the the guy now. You know, like if Post Malone died, it'd be a big deal. You know, people would be like really sad. You know, touch wood, you don't want him to die, but you know, whatever. It'd be a big deal. People And his music would live on, but I don't know that it would be the same as if he became the biggest artist in the world, right. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Imagine if Drake, like in 20 years, or in 15 years, in 15, say, say Drake just falls off a cliff, right? And I don't know that that'll happen because he's really good at like keeping up with trends. But um, uh, and setting them. But say Drake falls off a bit of a cliff, and um, starts doing some weird stuff. Starts selling barbecues. He, you know, I, I don't know. Struggling for money. Yeah, you know, and and uh, maybe starts acting again a little bit. You know, okay. he doesn't quite. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't quite have the same punch in music anymore. And then he dies age fifty two. I think that would be a big deal because he's like he, he'd have been one of the. You know, he he was one of the biggest stars on the planet for over a decade. And maybe if he had had a chance to wane, I think it might have had a similar impact to like what we had with MJ. You know, yeah. Maybe. But now that I'm thinking about it, if Drake died today, it'd probably be a bigger deal than Michael Jackson. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's naive because uh, uh, it's probably wrong. Because, you know, I was 12 when MJ died, so I guess I just never lived mm-hmm. through him. So yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably complete bullshit or very similar. Probably it would probably be very similar, actually. It would just affect different generations differently probably. yeah and that's like one of those things where you you remember exactly where you were when you when you got the news yeah it's one of those things yeah i would i would say so probably kobe though kobe since mj yeah yeah I prince agree. i don't think prince is as big a deal he didn't he didn't transcend yeah. culture as much avici nah you know what one really got me robin williams hmm yeah just because Norm McDonald, um, Norm McDonald, oh Norm, for, yeah, you know, for me, but yeah. that's within like the space of comics. Yeah, been a lot, man. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, p- people die all, people die all the time. You know, people, people. I don't know. Celebrities, I think, get involved in more shit too. Like they just because I think they um, they have access to you know higher quality, higher quality, you know, uh, methods of uh, methods of. Um, uh, um, sedation. I don't know. Like, like the every the every man will just drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, if you have money, you have access to resources. Maybe you'll like get. You know, maybe you'll get like a doctor who will get you on a cocktail of drugs. So maybe you know, it's maybe that's why it tends to. It feels like it happens more with celebrities. But yeah, it's never fun when it happens. But uh, you, you, it's 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 not. It's shit that always happens. Fucking every year, you know, celebrities are dying. Whatever you, you know, the big ones are. Uh, the big ones are. I don't know. I don't think Norm's one of the big ones. You know, he's to some people he, within, within the context of comedy, he is. He's one of the he's one of the greatest comedians of all time. I think there are a lot of people that definitely remember where they were when they heard the news because they didn't know he was sick and shit. A lot of comedians were definitely like really severely impacted by it. But like, you're not going to tell me that like people in like Thailand know about him like mm-hmm. they did MJ, you know, or Kobe. Yeah. yeah, bro. I don't know. I actually, dude, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching a documentary on uh, Supermax prisons recently. Okay, like a, like a week ago, the Netflix ones. No, it was on YouTube. Oh, okay. Dude. Um, I think I've seen the Miami one. There's a Miami Supermax prison. I think so. Or it was like World's Worst Prison, and this was the Miami version. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it was on YouTube with that guy, Louis Thoreau. You know that, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, it was a BBC one, right? And he yeah. goes into the prison, and he's like sitting down with them, asking them questions, like playing dumb, mm-hmm. asking why the whites are here and the blacks are yeah, there and the Mexicans are there. he knows, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, dude, one thing about those prisons is um, I never understood how... 
those guys have such a hard time following rules in society. Then it's like they get into prison and they become like they become like cops. They police like yeah. they police the prison yard and like Im- like implement all these rules. What are you doing? Yeah, and they're like trading snacks and and everything, and it, they just somehow they become civilized. In yeah, or they're like, well, why is why do all the whites sit over here? Why do all the blacks sit over there? It's like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It's just how we do it. It's just just the rules. It's like what? You're just following these like arbitrary rules now, you know? And I mean, it makes sense. Like, there are repercussions, but there are also repercussions of doing shit. In, oh, of course, in real life, right? Yeah. Like, so so it's like they couldn't follow those. Dude, my my latest obsession is um, there's a show on on the A&E channel and it's called I don't know if you heard of it it's called 60 Days In okay and it's these people in in the public that volunteer to, to go in jail for 60 years uh, 60 days sorry and it's so like Stanford prison experiment uh, almost yeah so what happens is the, the camera crew goes into the prison and they say listen we're, we're filming a documentary on this whole prison uh, so we're going to set up a bunch of cameras so that these, this way the prisoners don't know that there's there's snitches and spies coming in okay and the, the, the main goal of these of these volunteers they have a talk with the with the warden before, and they're like, "Listen, try to find out as much info as you can on drugs, shanks, whatever." And these people go in for sixty days. Some of them don't even last maybe four or five hours. But the, there's some instances where some people go in and they're just running the pod 20, 20 days later. Wow. Yeah, and they're controlling the the stuff that comes in. They're controlling the groups. They're they're enforcing uh, people getting beaten up. It, it's wild. Yeah, I, you know what. I think everyone should go through that. I don't think it's good for everyone, but I think every, I think it'd be a cool experiment for everyone to go through just to know what type of person you'd be in a situation where you actually have to like resort to like like Darwinistic, mm-hmm. you, you know, like, like uh, extremely primitive survival stuff. of the fittest yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder, like because I, I was just thinking, I wonder what type of guy I'd be. Would I be a bitch? Would I, I be? I feel yeah. like it. Most people would, and it's just so it's so easy. To. Fuck, bro. Fuck. It yeah. takes like it takes a strong person to like take control of of i don't know 70 80 guys that you haven't met before yeah i'd want to do it just to try yeah i mean you have i feel like you have I, to try i want to do it like it's a video game where like if i get shanked oh i just die and i restart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know or just the game ends it's game yeah, over you, you just spawn to the next pod yeah yeah exactly fuck man this one super, so this one super max prison that i was watching on this doc uh, that i was watching the documentary on had a basketball court okay with like nice lines Interesting. Like nice lines painted. It had been like recently done. I do. I was losing my mind. I was like, "What the fuck? Dude, can we meet? Why don't we like? Can we at least make the fucking basketball court look a little like ratchet? Can yeah, we, like, with some maybe, weeds coming out or, or something? Or, or, yeah, maybe have like yeah, maybe have like the lines. Maybe at least make them look a little decrepit. Like, yeah. do you ever see like those common project shoes? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like they come pre war, like pre beat and shit. <laughs> like maybe like paint the lines a little fucked up. Yeah. Maybe you know. Make the netting like uh, that chain link. Thing. Yeah, and it's make half it, of it's hanging off. Make it feel like somewhere the criminals hang out at yeah. least. But this was like a state of the art court or something. I was shocked, bro. I was shocked that they have access to basketball. Interesting. You know? Like, call me, call me crazy. I think if you if you murder someone, I think you lose the you lose the right. You lose the like you lose the right to have the ability to fucking go Kobe. You know, and in a, so this is a max security prison. You're saying? Apparently, yeah. Interesting, dude. I would, dude. I think, dude. If you rate someone, you don't get to yell Kobe. I think yeah, even you if you're a real right. Kobe, even if you're a real <laughs> Kobe, and he had gotten convicted, if there was any justice in the world, God had to intervene for that one because the fucking humans fucked up. Kidding a little, not really, kind of, whatever. <laughs> if if Kobe had gone to jail, okay. I think if you're in jail as a rapist, and you rape someone. I think even Kobe shouldn't be allowed to yell Kobe. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Can't even say his own name. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. 
That's the rule. You you shouldn't have the ability to yell Kobe on the basketball net. He should be resorted to doing it in the canteen. Mm. I appreciate you coming on, sir. Oh, dude, anytime. Do you have anything else you'd like to add or anything on the brain that you want to get to? We've barely talked about any football at all. Okay, let's let's touch about it maybe for a little bit. What's uh, what's going on? In, well, club football's back this weekend. Right. At the time of recording, yes. I don't know when this is coming out, but it might come out next week. So, okay, so sure. club football just came back a few days ago, maybe right. a week ago. Right. Um, I think we got some good games coming up in the city uh, this weekend or the past weekend, should I say, whenever yeah, this Nap- drops. Yeah, Napoli-Milan. So this is going to be the weekend that Napoli officially claim uh, the title. This probably. would be it, right? I oh, mean, yeah. mathematically, when can they do it? I don't know. I don't know. Probably soon. It's got to be coming up, right? It's the the be gap is up. massive. Oh, yeah. If there's one city I'd love to be in right now, it's that one. Just to see what's going on. I mean, yeah. The, As a the vibes are probably immaculate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. No, I know. As a football pilgrimage, that's like the place you'd want to go right now. Is and there- then, sorry, you, you said something before before the pod that... That I definitely relate to how we, when we were talking about Juve, how you just said that like your passion's almost gone for it this year, or at least it's a, a, a little lowered. And I feel the exact same way. I find myself sort of doing stuff in the background while the game's on for the first time in my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just it almost feels like a chore more. Let me ask you something. You don't have anything going on this afternoon, right? This evening you have a dinner, but this afternoon you're good, you're chill. Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. They're playing in the afternoon. You and I are going to go watch. We mm-hmm. said we're going to grab a bite and we're going to go watch after. Yeah. Are you excited to go watch them play Hellas Fedona or are you just excited to go out and do something on a Saturday? Because right now, I like we're meeting for the first time. I'm liking our vibes. I'm like, you know what? We're both UFA fans. Let's go watch them. Yeah. You know? But like normally, I'd be like, fuck it. I'll throw it on because I got to see what's going on. Exactly. But is that is that you? Because right now, I'm excited that we're going to go watch the game together. I f- and I will yeah. watch it, I guess. Because it's there, but I'm not looking forward to it. I feel like if we go somewhere that has decent food, I'm more looking forward to the food than, than the game being on. Because, I mean... I enjoy watching them, but it's just like, I don't know if it's a, the style of football or just everything that's happening, all the controversy and stuff. It's just my, taking my, my passion out of it for the year. I don't know if it comes back next year. Maybe the summer transfer window sort of helps reset it, but I just felt it getting lower and lower as, as the seasons have, have yeah. progressed. The witch hunt reignited my passion briefly for a week. Me too. Me too. For a week. Yeah. I got mad. I had thoughts. I was sharing them. This is a witch hunt. You guys are fucking us over. Yeah. You don't know. I turned into Pesci in, like, casino, you know? <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. You only exist out here because of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it went away. And then slowly. after, like, yeah, by the time the the massive Napoli loss happened, I was just like, okay, fuck, I'm back. Yeah, exactly. Because if we had beaten Napoli, it would have been like, we, we still got it. We're yeah. still in it, you yeah. know? Who knows? Then we lost to Monza again, but fuck, man. Monza. Monza. Lost to them twice. Twice, wow. I don't really have a greater point to add, but I was thinking about how nuts that is. Yesterday I was on, um, the episode's not going to be out for a little bit. It's This is this one's probably going to come out before this other one that I'm referring to. Okay. Yesterday I was on the pod with, um, it doesn't matter who I was on with, actually. I'll, I'll, I, I won't say it. You'll, you'll, you'll see in a week. It'll probably be out in a week, guys. But um, this, the to- a topic was broached that I found interesting. Like if every, and we debated it a little bit more in, the, in a little bit more detail on this other pod, but. Uh, this idea was floated like hey like if a bunch of like legendary footballers who are now retired who are in like their 40s maybe 50 years old but like who were you know relatively fit if they played right now yep. would they how would they do in Serie A for example you know like like, like Kaka Zidane but like them now you know maybe they can go on gear maybe they can go on EPO maybe they can't I don't know Yeah. you know maybe they need like therapy and they have like physiotherapists to like manage their, their joints and shit but like I think I Man. What did you say? Because I, 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 I think they would get last place. I don't even remember what I said. I think I deliberated 
for a little while before giving an answer. But uh, I think they'd probably have to get relegated is I think what I ultimately said. I don't remember. I think I made a case. I don't remember. But, but here's the thing. How, how's this? It's easy to understand the case for them maybe getting relegated mm-hmm. when you think that like Monza, who just got promoted, fucking beat Juve twice. And I get twice. that Monza's one of the better teams in the league now, actually. Like they're, I think they might be top half. If they're not, they're... They're not as bad as some of the fucking teams that have been doing this poorly. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the table doesn't lie. But what the fuck? Like, you really think you really think that like pro footballers who are like in their prime, who are in their fucking twenties and thirties, you really think that Sampdoria because they're having a go- like a dog shit city a season aren't going to be able to run around a fifty year old like like you know Zidane? Yeah, I think eventually like Cannavaro talent talent plays a huge key, but age like nobody can outrun the age. So if the de- it's a bunch of twenty year olds playing a fifty year old, the debate is like really rooted, and I think the kind of experience how about this i think your opinion where you stand on the matter i Mm -hmm. think is affected by your experiences playing sunday league if you played in private leagues as a younger guy because i've been a young guy i've been 20 and i've played against 50 year olds before who were like clearly a lot better than me back in the day they run circles around us interesting yeah it's happened but then we've also like destroyed them sometimes yeah of course where it's like okay like you're no match you're no match for our fucking Mm -hmm. you know for our alpha fucking like, like, bow down, you know, bait, fucking betas, you fucking <laughs> can't even fucking twisting your knee. Look at We're fucking running circles around you, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah, both have happened. I've seen it go both ways. So it depends what school of thinking you're more, uh, you know, you lean more toward. I think they would probably win a few games instead of, yeah. But, I mean, if you just keep the ball away from them. I think they just get physically dominated on, like, aerial crosses yeah, and shit. Yeah, I agree. You know? Especially in the second half. If, they, if lose the, they lose all the drawing. aerial battles, too, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's but, a, that's a good debate actually. Yeah, but you real you like you realize how good the level of f- football is in any of these top leagues. You do like, like, like a lot of these guys who are like playing for relegation bound sides or playing for their national teams. Mm-hmm. They might play in World Cups. So yeah, yeah that's true actually. It's a high it's a high bar, man. It's a really high bar. It's a competitive league. There's not a big there's there's often very little gap, bro. In the fucking Premier League, man, there's like four points I think separating like nine teams I think in the bottom of the table yeah the competition is is insane and I, I don't know if you if you feel this way as well but um speaking of monza and, and how they how they beat us twice i think younger me would have been pissed for like four or five days uh which obviously i was but then there was like a small part of me after the game where it's like fuck i'm kind of happy for those monza fans because it probably made their their month you're maturing yeah 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 i think that's what it is you know what you know what's really sad mm. this is this is a damning indictment maybe this is a very patronizing thing to say is to uve fans especially to uve fans alestero who fucking aren't even from turin you know but it's condescending either way but um <laughs> i'm happy for napoli i'm happy for napoli fans Th- see that's what that's they would what never saying. say that about us but, you know i'm happy for you salute tip of the hat enjoy Enjoy, little man. You know, it's, it, that's what it comes off as. But I am happy for and, them. Yeah. You know? And, uh, like, once I put... I think it was easy because we've just been bad the whole season. So, I've been accustomed to Napoli winning it. If it was, like, a, a last-minute win that Napoli won the screw, that's why I'd be pissed. Yeah, exactly. But I've just grown, grown accustomed to, hey, listen, Napoli's going to win. And I'm sure all those people, they're going to have a massive party. Yeah. And let them enjoy it because they deserve it type of thing. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree, man. Yeah. We'll see. Well, they're, they're going to do it. They're going to do it for sure. They're going to do it in any any fucking week now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure the city will be rocking when they do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As you, as you said, fucking immaculate vibes. I wanted to go there last week for the uh, for the Italy-England game. It's like the mm. best city in the world to watch football right now, it feels like. Have you been to that stadium? No, never. Me neither. It's on my list. I've only ever been to Italy really when uh, the season is off. Right. Ex- except for like the start of the season. Right. I've caught... I've never caught the tail end of the season. I'm thinking... No, I've come close, but I've never quite caught the tail end of the season. 
but I've caught the beginning of the season and I've gone to a couple games, but I've never gone. I want to go to Italy in like uh, February. Okay. I've, like, I've been to Turin in February and it was honestly it's probably awesome. Yeah. It was. I've never been in uh, the winter months. I'd like to go see my family in April or something at Easter, you know? Yeah. Or like do it like Italy at Christmas or something. You know, like I, I know a guy who went to the uh, the Vatican Museum, I think, in like January, and he said it was a ghost town. He felt like he was like a pope just walking okay. through the hallways. I'd, I'd want to do that, you know? Sure, because everybody goes in July and August. Almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's unbearable. You're, yeah. You're, you're you're not even looking at stuff. You're like, let's get out of here. Yeah. We're going to die. We're claustrophobic. Let's keep moving. Keep yeah. Moving. And there's like child abductions and stuff because there's so many people. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, bro. Yeah. By cardinals, actually, dressed in, <laughs> dressed in civilian clothing, yeah, funnily that, enough. that's a whole other story, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dressed in civilian clothing, just posing. <laughs> posing, posing, as, uh, yeah, posing as innocent grandparents. That's all right, and I don't know if... So I, I just booked a, a trip in May to go to Italy, too. I'm going to go around Sicily. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, and I didn't even know they offered this, but when I when I saw this, this was like the catalyst of me booking, but they offer like a, a, a tour to visit all the spots where they filmed The Godfather. Okay. Yeah, and make, so makes sense that that exists. Yeah, so you can you can go to like where Pacino got married and stuff, and where like the car blew up and stuff like that, and yeah. then you can go have lunch uh, at the bar there. So I'm like, I feel like that's just a bucket list thing you sh- you should go do. Yeah, you got to pinch your nose and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit expensive, but I'm like, fuck, it's worth it. Fuck, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that makes sense. The Sicilians are. Uh, or profiting off yeah, of Yeah, I don't blame them for milking it, to be honest. I yeah, do the same thing. Milking it off of, like, Korean tourists and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Godfather. Yeah. yeah. Double-decker bus and stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, hmm. That's the thing. The one the one thing is, like, I think you might lose your mind if you go to that thing, though, bro. Because people that are, like, too into the mafia are weird. Yeah. People that, too, like, I think it's actually going to be a lot of Americans. Now that I think about it, it's probably going to be a lot of, maybe not Americans. I think you have, like, a lot of, you have a lot of, um, not necessarily Americans. I think you'll have just a lot of people that are just fascinated by that whole uh, that whole world yeah um they're people too romanticize it almost yeah like um like salt bay dude i went to salt bay's restaurant in mykonos which i'm not proud of okay and um his picture is everywhere there's like a weird cult of personality going on in the bathroom he's dressed as vito corleone unbelievable with his yeah his face like his face on vito corleone's body with the rose at the at, <laughs> at the wedding doing this like i feel like he would like to go on that tour like guys that get tattoos of pablo escobar would like mm. to go on that tour you know, French rappers would go on that tour. There's a there's a French rapper named Freeze Corleone, of course. You know, yeah. You know, there's a yeah, there's a guy named Lacrim, this Algerian guy. Okay. Who had an album I think called Corle- Corleone. Mm. Like a lot of like guys from Marseille, I feel like would go to on that. You know, they would go on that tour. You yeah, know? yeah. Take pictures with with one of those Instagram captions claiming to like yeah, be yeah, part yeah. of the, yeah, the yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there's like that type of weirdo that's really in the mafia culture, and then there's like the other type of guy, which is the American one. I like it. It's about respect. It's about respect. Mm, the old timers, the mafia, but some of them are like younger guys. Oh yeah, because now it's coming back again. You know, some of them are. Some of them like read about it. They're like mafia historians. You know, I heard that uh, you know the. Uh, the, the Massachusetts outfit, you know, this guy's out now. And uh, I read, I saw a tweet the other day from a fucking guy saying, looks like this guy's now at the helm in Massachusetts. And, you know, here, here's what the, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And these fucking losers, man. Yeah, for some reason, I'm part of a, a mafia subreddit. I don't even know, remember joining it, but it's just like... No, it's fine. You probably joined it when you were a kid. I would have done it, like, when I was a teenager. Yeah, I was yeah. fascinated by that shit, too. I think it was, like, Netflix just dropped a I bunch just grew of up. mafia movies, and I just rode the train, but... Uh, it was just like so and so is now the head of of the Chicago outfit after the, ba- the this bananas. The yeah, bananas like, are now run by this. It's like, bro, bro, the bananas are dead. It's not 1982. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yeah. The Bananas are dead. It's not 1982. It's going to be run by a Puerto Rican guy in 40 years. And by the way, I'm in favor of that. Mm. You know, just, just the whole thing is stupid. The whole thing is stupid. It's getting to be a little bit comical now. Where it's you got to have 100% Italian blood. Yeah. It came over 200 years ago. Don't don't matter. You got to trace it back to the old country. It's like, bro, what the fuck's going on over here? What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? It's an Amer- it's a weird American <laughs> crime syndicate, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I, I don't know. I don't know the level to which they still exude any power. I really don't. I, I don't know. It's not the 80s anymore. I think Giuliani fucking destroyed them yeah, in New time. York. I have no clue. I know that it's a lot of, it's a lot of like, in Montreal, it's a lot of like small time shit. It's yeah. a lot of like, you know, guys going on missions, fucking doing jobs for, right. uh, for, you know. I don't know. I don't know how organized it is. I don't know if there's a godfather and if there are capos and mm-hmm. if there's a whole fucking hierarchy that you could draw in Montreal anymore, you know? Yeah, is there even enough for them to make a whole structure out of it? feels like people that are doing that are kind of like... Re- it feels like it feels like, like police officers that are doing that are getting off on it a little bit. It's like, first of all, they're reaching. It's like, oh, this guy's the capo regime of the family uh, Rizzuto. And uh, I'm doing a French guy because that's who the, you know, the constable in the fucking mm-hmm. the Quebec, the Quebec, Sûreté du Québec probably sounds like. It's like our version of like the, the RCMP. You know, they're, they're the Italians, they have the Omerta. And this is very, you know, he broke it. Uh, this is very big for uh, the police over here. It's like, bro, uh, he never took Omerta, bro. This is some fucking guy from the bar. What are you talking about? He's some fucking loser who just goes and breaks people's knees. He's not a made guy. What even is a made guy anymore? Do they even still make guys? I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm naive. I yeah, don't I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. And there's that uh do you know that big mobster on YouTube who that Johnny Francis guy? Yeah. And, My, Michael Francis. Oh yeah, sorry, Michael, yeah. yeah and Sammy think, and Sammy the Bull. Yeah, now now they're boys apparently, but that guy just sort of uh He's born again. He's born again, yeah. And I guess he can speak about whatever he wants now because he he's done his time and stuff, but he just I don't even know how I'm, I'm pretty sure other mob, mobsters would, would hate the guy, no? Because he's just talking about everything he shouldn't be talking about. Yeah, I think a lot of those guys are dead, though, bro. Honestly. That's true. You know? I think he's the only guy that kind of, like, survived from that era that I know about. Yeah, because he's pushing almost 80. Yeah. Yeah, and by, yeah, and by the way, if I'm wrong... Yeah, he looks good for 80, by the way. I know. He's on, T, he's on TRT for sure, mm. which is good. He should be. No, and by the way, if, you, if you're correct, if you going to correct me, right? If you're, like, if right now... Not that, like, I think I think people are going to comment. Gonna, nobody, <laughs> but barely anyone listens. I don't give a shit. My point is, if you're, if you're listening right now, okay, and... You think that I just said something that's fucking untrue where I said that, you know, Michael Francis is the only guy that's still around from that era. And you're like, no, he's not. There's also fucking fucking uh, yeah. fucking Sal the Maniac from uh, <laughs> shut up. Nobody can stop. Stop. Curb your instinct. Get rid of it. If your instinct is to say, no, there's other guys from the era. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. It's weird that you know that. It's weird that yeah. you know that. You know, and you could know that by accident, but it's weird that you care if you're like if you're fuming right Enough now. Enough to comment. Yeah. Not even a comment. Just to even note it yourself. Like if you're listening, you're listening in the car right now. You're like, no, no, no. He don't know anything. He don't know anything. So and so and so and so are still around from the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It, you know. I don't know. I, I, Matt. I think if you could get out of that life, I think it's a cool thing to have done as a side quest. Imagine you had a little foray. You were in that world for a little bit, and then you got out. You know. Now you just own a place in Miami. You own a place in Florida. You're like, you know, you go to church. Yep. You know. Have a legitimate business, whatever. You know, you've washed some of the money. You won. You have a kid. You have a wife. I don't know. Maybe you go on a reality show. Yeah, that seems to be like the the natural train of events. You're yeah, like Gaudy's kids show. are all like on a reality show now. I think. Mm-hmm. Or grandkids, or whatever. Yeah, they had that. They had that show years ago. I remember, and it was hilarious. Yeah. 
And it's funny actually because I saw a video the other day. There was any indication that the mob was dying. It's that. It's that show. Yeah. But uh, the video I saw was some. First off, again, not sure how this got recommended to me, but uh-huh. but as soon as it does, as soon as it did, I was so interested in it. Yeah. And it was uh, it was that house from that from that gaudy show that's now abandoned. So this guy visits like abandoned buildings and stuff like that, and he went to go go through this house, and it's just torn to shreds, and it was like on fifty acres, and it's just all remnants of John Gotti in there, wow. and it was the creepiest thing to see because it's like so many meetings and so many calls are probably done in that in that house, and now it's just sitting there with leaves and trees coming through the windows. It's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's getting eaten up by the jungle. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I I don't know. It just got foreclosed on. Yeah. Yeah, abandoned houses are uh, are strange. Abandoned house, like you ever go through an ab- you ever go you ever go down like a YouTube rabbit hole of watching people go to like seemingly abandoned houses. You just think that they're haunted. Immediately, you, you just think they're haunted. I don't know why, but there's something about like something about a fucking yeah. house that's falling apart that makes you think that you're not coming out. Yeah, there's either homeless people in there or ghosts. It's one of the two. And what's worse? Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably take my chance with the oh, homeless people. Oh, I'll welcome the ghosts. Yeah, no, I'm, I'll welcome the ghosts, bro. Mm. I'll become. Fr- I'll, I'll shake hands with the devil. Fucking homeless people. You kidding me, bro? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Dude, I was in a bathroom at a Tim Hortons on Queen West yesterday. Yeah, that's a rough area. Yeah, for, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I know. I had to I had take a shit. I went into a fucking bathroom. There was a guy knocking on the door. He knocked on the door like fucking like seven times. I was like, dude, I'm in here. What the fuck? So you think I'm having fun? I'm in a fucking, you know, I'm in a fucking <laughs> Timmy's bathroom right now. I opened the door and I, I was like, you know what? I, just, I get it. I get it. Like the, the face that was staring back at me was like, oh, all right, get in there, have yeah, a good time, you yeah, know? enjoy. Yeah, no, I'm taking my chance with the ghosts. Okay. Yeah, 100%. When you put it that way, I feel like you, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. But it's like everywhere you go in Canada, man, it's like you go to the fucking... Yeah, I have a theory that like the downtown area of any fucking city, like wherever you have a Burger King and a Foot Locker, you just want to avoid like the plague. Yeah. Or McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. Yeah, but like wherever the Foot Locker is in a downtown, avoid like a fucking plague. Doesn't matter what city you're in. You could be in Cleveland. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like what? Fresno. Don't just find them in, in the worst areas for some reason. It's not even like the stores are bad, but they just happen to be in the worst spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do not go to a coffee shop next to a fucking Foot Locker in an mm-hmm. urban jungle. Do not. Yeah. You will see dead people on the floor. <laughs> I saw a dead guy on the floor. I think he was dead. I don't know. He's probably dead now. He wasn't dead then. Was this was this while you were here or was it a while back? No, no, it was two days ago in that same Tim Hortons. Interesting. Yeah, man. That's yeah, not a real surprise. I mean, there's you know, it's where they hang out. It's where they congregate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I because I, I, I didn't want to take a shit in the Jamaican restaurant I was about to go to, so I was like, fuck it, I'll go in the Timmy's first before I duck into the Jamaican place. I should have just gone in the Jamaican place. Probably a lot safer. It would have been a lot safer, yeah, yeah. too. You know, hundred percent. And cleaner too. Yeah. Uh, but now you know. Now you, if you ever go back there, yeah, go to the washroom before. I'm just going to Woodbridge now, man. I think I'm going to live out the rest of my <laughs> week here. Just going to go to the fucking Italian neighborhood. Just stay with my, stay with my own. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. Man, anytime, bro. This, this is, is cool. such a good time. So uh, we'll go have a bite now. We'll go watch the UA game. It'll be fun. We'll keep this rolling, listeners. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Um, where can you get? Where can? Excuse me. Where can people get at you, Dan? Uh, just Colo ninety nine on YouTube. Bunch of videos. What was that? What was that? What'd you say? Colo ninety nine on YouTube. Okay, I I know it's Colo ninety nine, but I thought you said it a little quickly there. I yeah, don't sorry, know sorry. Yeah, uh, check them out if if you want. Uh, would mean a lot. Okay, Insta. What are you? Uh, same thing. Colo ninety nine. Okay, and yeah, 
It's not Colo.99. It's Colo.99. Okay. No. Okay, beautiful. Um, listeners, get at us on all platforms right now. I think at the time that we're releasing this, it'll still be at Cultural Podcast. Yeah, it'll be Cultural Podcast. Okay, so at, at Cultural Podcast, that's us. Cool. Um, sub to the YouTube if you haven't. Give us a rating. Give us a like, whatever. You know, up or down. Apparently, it all helps. So, uh, yeah, say something in the comments. Say hey. Say bye. I don't care. Just say something. Apparently, it helps the algo. Um, so, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, catch you in a couple of days. We have the live pod that's going to be recorded in a few days. Jenna Letty and I are going to be uh, riffing in front of a room full of uh, degenerate wops. That'll be fun, and that'll be released as a live... Excuse me, that'll, the live episode will be released as a bonus episode in a few days at the time of release. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll release that in a few days. And until then, we'll catch you soon. A la próxima. Ciao. con lo sguardo da serpente. Io mi sono avvicinato. Lei già non capiva niente. L'ho guardata, ma guardato. E mi sono scatenato, fai la stera, il mio confronto era statico e immagino.